New podcast alert. Excuse my language. Another episode. What's going on, young Mike? Shit, what's going on, man? Survived another date. You know what I'm saying? We out here living. And every time I say that, you know, you give me shit about, like, you act like niggas is out here hunting, dog. Like, I feel like they hunting. Niggas is out here getting hunted. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we may be that prized animal in the, in the jungle right now. Man, so. with me, like it happens so much, and I know I give you shit when you say it, but you know, it's definitely real what you saying. I mean, I don't like to live that way. I don't like to live like I'm being hunted. Me personally, yeah, I'm like fuck them. Yeah, I'm. It's not like I'm living every day worrying about. I'm it. anticipating getting pulled over just so I can rip a hole in one of them motherfuckers. Yeah. They ain't gonna try that, man. They ain't trying that shit on me. I don't give a fuck. But it, but it happens so much, man. Matter of fact, I was just listening to that that Andre three thousand verse on the Frank Ocean when he was like, "I'm solo when I hear a kid getting shot by the popo. It's not an event no more. That's how I'm feeling, bro. Like I don't even want to read the news. It's like, oh shit, it happened again, again. Niggas and it seemed like it always it. happened. It always happened in twos. <laughs> like last time it was Alan Sterling and you know the Castillo dude and then this time it's Terrence Crutcher and then the next day you got the shoot in North Carolina like bro it's, it's happening in twos because they gotta they gotta condition you first so they gotta give it to you small portion okay you get the taste of it you get the feel of it okay you used to it and you adjusted to it happening every once in a while now it's coming in twos. It's like, okay, because you handled it already when it happened one. Okay, let me give it to you in two and see how you react to this. Exactly. And then you got, when it happened, uh, I want to say the Terrence Critcher shooting. And then, like, obviously the next day the shooting happened in North Carolina. And they weren't even covering it because the terrorist attacks that happened in New Jersey and New York. So that Andre 3000, those little bars actually hold a little weight. It because they weren't even covering the two dudes that got shot. It holds because a lot we of weight because we shouldn't feel like this. And the fact that we do feel like it ain't event no more, to quote Andre 3000, that's bad. It is bad. And then I was telling somebody at work, I'm like, I'm numb to it. And that's crazy. Like, I'm numb to it. We already know what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? They're going to get paid administrative leave. They're going to go to trial. Charges going to get dropped. You know, man, I, I, I kind of look at it like these guys, you know, Terrence Crutcher, Fernando, Alden Sterling, Mike Brown, Trayvon. I feel like they was fallen soldiers. You know what I mean? Like, they had to be the one to get this ball rolling. What this chick just did in Tulsa, Oklahoma? <laughs> blatant. Blatant. The fact that she did it that way, like, you don't even have the amount of people out there, the, the resistance. You don't even have the resistance fighting this one. They just silent on this one because they know, yo, that was fucked up. Like, it ain't yeah, no excuse you know, for that one. It ain't no excuse, but you know what the argument's going to be when they go to court. She's going to say, I thought I had my taser in my hand. And she's right? going to get let off on a, on a what, manslaughter? Manslaughter. And yeah. with that whole eight years? 
Max is four. Ooh. So what she gonna do? She probably won't even do a year. And she was a woman. That makes it even exactly. worse because. But you. But think a man about man probably would have got off. Yeah, probably. But think about the narrative in this though. Every time when they show you an Alton Sterling, when they show you a Mike Brown, there's always a, a, a altercation. You know what I'm saying? So they say, don't fight back. Be submissive. Do whatever they tell you to do. Okay. Terrence Crutcher did that. And he still died. But that's what I'm saying. The fact that you can see that, that, that helps the cause. Like, th- that was one that is ch- kind of changing the narrative. And it's making people look at it a different way. That's why I'm. That's why I said the resistance ain't fighting that one. So you you have no more excuse. I mean, it's it's kind of like supporting Trump. This nigga gonna do so much shit that eventually he's gonna do some shit that you can't even fight against. Like yo, he's just an idiot. But you know, you know what I'm saying. Like his supporter is running out of arguments for this nigga because he just every time he talk he say some stupid shit. Uh, I don't. Yeah, you're right. But. The point is, when they tell you don't get in the, you know what I'm saying? Don't argue with the cops. Let them be right. Blah, blah, blah. Be submissive. The man had his hands up and he died. Terrence did everything he was supposed to do. He still got He had his hands up and he died. So, like, like, what are you telling me? So, now what? Like, I can't put my hands up. I can't fight you. I can't do nothing. The only thing I can do is hope you don't kill me. That's it. That's it. Is that's it. it. Then you got the dude in the helicopter talking about he looks like he a, look bad a bad guy. Dude. Like a, that's a bad dude. How do you like, look like a bad guy and you walking taking one step at a time with your hand raised in the air? Like, if you're in like a helicopter bad. three thousand feet away. And even if he was on dope, even if he was on dope, and I'm Is sure, that a in it? And I'm just saying, even if you were on dope, if you got your Back to officers with the gun pointed at you and your hands in the air. You're taking one step at a time. You're not moving funny. How the fuck are you a bad dude at that point? Like, you at your most submissive state. He walked directly to the cart. Nigga, he walked better than some DUI. Some niggas that ain't even flunked the DUI test. He was moving better than them. (laughs) He was following directions. And he looked like a bad dude. And then he got pop but you know they're gonna say oh he was reaching for something how we know you didn't tell him to reach for nothing With we the didn't seen that bro. a lot how many times we did how many videos i just seen like three videos of the cop blatantly saying hey reach for that and a motherfucker <laughs> reached for yeah, it and still I- got shot i actually <laughs> got pulled over bro true story my own car i was coming out of mcdonald's probably was like 16 coming out of mcdonald's i got pulled over cop came to the car had his taser already out I got a milkshake in one hand, a burger in the other hand, both of my hands on the steering wheel. You know, this was when I was kind of like, I'm trying to drive with my knee and my hands all at the same time (laughs) and eat and drink all at the same time. So I got all this shit in my hand with my hands on the steering wheel. He like put the food down, (laughs) right? So I goes to put the food down. He said, put your hands back on the steering wheel. If you move, I'm going to shoot you. I'm like, what you want me to do? You told me to put my food down. So he grabbed my wrist. He like, put the food down. I'm like, you you got my wrist. How can I put the food down? So I just dropped the shit. Like, fuck it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, this is my car. What is you doing? He like, get out the car, man. I got out the car. 
bro, I'm like 16. I got my glasses on. Like, <laughs> I just dropped my little sister off at the mall, bro. I got my glasses <laughs> on, McDonald's in my hand. Do I really look like a threat? And I'm face down on the concrete with a taser to my head. Like, you black. Yeah, you look like a threat. But you know what they're going to tell you? At least you got out alive. Like, what? I, it should have never came to a gun being pointed at my head. Come on, man. What you mean at least I got out alive? Let's see. You know what I'm saying? From taser size, nigga. I'm 175. I'm like, I might can't take that voltage. <laughs> My little body might can't take that shit. I might, uh, you know. Seize up. I don't but, know, Mike. Man, you tell me. What should happen I, right now? Right now, man, I, it's just crazy because like, we've seen the story play out a thousand times. She gonna get off, or she gonna get the manslaughter charge? She gonna do about 45 days. In the county, <laughs> is she gonna be back home? But imagine if it was you. Imagine if the roles was reversed, and you shoot her, and oh. you like, I thought it, I thought it was my taser. Bro, the narrative completely changed. These cops are being hunted down and murdered in cold blood. You've seen the video. The cop did everything. The perpetrator asked for he put his hands up and he shot her in the back of the head they executing cops out there we need to do something it's black lives matter that's fox bro all day long. exactly that's and they fox. gonna say you part of black lives matter everybody that's black is part of black lives matter <laughs> 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 like, everybody <laughs> i don't care who you are you could be against black lives matter but if you black you part of that shit. But look, but look what happens, man. Look what happens in the everyday media, right? You get, well, not even the everyday media, just amongst supporters and how the same person that's trying to support the cause conflict with the other side, which brings the other side back. So you get Kaepernick, who did one of the greatest things in the past decade as far man. as protests go. Huge. Huge. What he did, you have, you know, other people following suit, you know, the uh, the star soccer player, all the NFL players around the league, the Seahawks, they holding arms, you know, they throwing up the fist sign over in uh, Philadelphia. And, yo, Philly, if Philly ain't one of the most. Philly is, they got a strong racist uh, culture over there. I'm not saying everybody, but it's strong over there. Um. You, you you just got support all across the league. You got ESPN and the new and you know some of the major news uh, media's are on his side. And then you get this huge blow that came out today. LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron. I knew it was coming. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Bro, you get LeBron James say, "I will not be." kneeling or protesting the song and all lives do matter that was huge because lebron james following is bigger than all of them guys took the win right out the cell oh it took the oh because you because you know because you know if he get on board it's over that's what the opposers wants that that's what they want because they want to be able to you know say what? that like oh well lebron and Cam Newton, the same way. He came around. He he got on the bus about four weeks late, but he finally got on. But I think, and I had this conversation earlier, LeBron's decisions are always calculated. And I don't want to say always driven by money, but 
you got to think Nike just gave him a billion dollar deal. He's winning. Yeah. LeBron is but winning. There was somebody in his camp that told him you can't do this. I don't care. I don't care what he comes out and says and says it's his own decision. It's not. And I mean LeBron ride hard for the culture. That's why I was shocked because LeBron. You can't come out with an I can't breathe shirt and then now say all lives matter. You straddling the fence, homie. I mean, at least clarify what you say. I mean, I know what he's saying, but clarify it. Like, don't just by saying all lives matter and then not clarifying it throws Black Lives Matter as an organization just completely under the bus. You have to say, I support Black Lives Matter and what they do and what they stand for. But us as humans, we all matter. Like, you have to put it in perspective because a lot of fucking people out there is not going to get it. They no. go, they gonna they gonna run with that all lives matter statement, and he's and say, the one that validated it. exactly. He's their validation. But LeBron don't speak for everybody. That's the issue. I was shocked because LeBron, LeBron ride hard. LeBron got a billion dollar deal from a corporation, and honestly, I think Nike would have stood behind him. They he just no didn't want to put him. He just didn't want to put them in that dilemma. I'm telling you, is is sometimes it's about dollars. Yo, Nike should be out. Nike as an organization should be out there. They done made fucking trillions off the black athlete. Like, come on, That's man. They should have came hey, out with hey. a Black Lives Matter fucking Nike shirt. Listen, Nike would have stood behind LeBron James 100%. However, it would have definitely affected their bottom line. At least this quarter. <laughs> Who cares, bro? You signed a he billion cares. dollar. He signed a billion dollar contract. I'm sure it has some contingencies in there, though. He's I'm gonna sure be the most. I'm sure it has contingencies in there, and I'm sure they didn't just drop a billion in his account. But but look at what what Stephen A. said about Cam Newton, bro. You're rich. You exactly. are set. It's the game is over. You won it, bro. Bro, you won. You won. Game over. I mean, I, I get it. Protect your brand. Your brand is all you got, and that brand is going to live forever. But I feel like they do the athlete. Today's athlete, I feel like they doing themselves in the long run a disservice. Yeah, huge. And I'm going to look back on what he said for sure, and they'll be like, maybe I should have said something. Maybe I should have stood up. But it ain't for everybody, dog. It ain't for everybody. Like the heat and the flat you're gonna take, it ain't for everybody. They doing and themselves so, a disservice, bro. Absolutely. But the thing is, man, we've been conditioned to at least minimize our own people anyway. We've been conditioned to minimize our people and to minimize their efforts. You can say you can say you're an MLK lover and a Malcolm X lover all you want until it's time to do some MLK and some Malcolm X shit. I mean, I you know, I hear I hear the condition argument a lot, and it, it is very true. It's very true, and it's something that is is unconscious. You don't even know you're doing it. You don't even know that's what's going on. But in today, in today's world, you have the opportunity to correct it. You know what I mean? You have the opportunity to go do your own research, get educated, and uncondition yourself 
So right. I feel like it's it's not a I feel like that statement is just not an excuse. No, I don't feel like it's real. It's relevant to the people who's not taking an initiative to uncondition themselves. Exactly. So if you don't have if you don't have a reason to uncondition yourself, then why do it? But you do got a reason. But because you, you don't. Know like, it. It's like it's like we talk about all the time. If it doesn't affect you, it's not your reality. It takes a different person to 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 step outside of themselves and be like, well, this isn't my reality, but this is somebody else's reality. For LeBron James, it's not his reality. It's just not. It is. No, he's but living Beverly Hills. LeBron James, he's an in touch individual, man. That's why that that's why that statement it, it, it didn't really rub me the wrong way, but it shocked me. I was just like, yo, LeBron's a, LeBron it is, it, it shocked me. Coming it, from it, LeBron. It, 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 I, it did not shock me at all. Coming from LeBron, it, it shocked. It didn't. Me. It did not shock. It shocked me coming from Cam Newton, but it did not shock me from LeBron. The reason why, why it shocked me coming from Cam is because when he was at Auburn, the media killed him. They hey, niggas been him riding for Cam he, for longest too. Exactly. The media killed him, and they were talking about he took money. He's terrible. He's this. He's that. And then for him to come out of his initial comments was all lives matter. Come on, bro. Black that people been right. Black people been riding for Cam. Right, bro. During that the Super Bowl me. time, when they was giving all that press to Peyton Manning, and they was exactly. they was dogging him for dabbing and all that shit. Black people was riding for Cam. He even said it himself. They never seen a black quarterback do this. I don't look like that. He said it himself, and then to come out and say that that surprised me. LeBron James, he. He's an activist. He gives money back to the community. He does all that. But he's never been at the forefront of anything other than I can't breathe. Right? I mean, he did the SBs. He, 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 he did the Trayvon He did the Trayvon. He did the SBs. He done done a lot, said a lot. I, he done more than Jordan. He done more than Kobe. He done more than Chris Paul. Had, he done I more had, than a lot of athletes, bro. Uh he I has? can't say that. I can't say that. And and this is something I had the conversation about Kobe as well. If this was the climate when Kobe was at his peak, you don't think he would have spoke up? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Look, I man, I'm a Kobe fan. You would have said something. I'm a Kobe I fanatic. I'm a Kobe fanatic. I don't know. I don't know. But see, this is the thing, though. This is my thing. I don't see Kobe in the hoods like I see LeBron in the hood. I see LeBron it, in the hood. LeBron was raised there. Kobe wasn't. Kobe exactly. daddy was an NBA player. So where you gonna go? Like you can't go back to a block you've never been to. Shit, why not? It's ghettos everywhere. Come on, man. He wasn't raised there. However, he's a very intelligent individual. Now, this is this is the thing. If if you wanna say all lives matter, great. That's your opinion. However, if you don't want the the pushback. Just just don't say anything. Don't have a comment on it. I'd rather you not have a comment on it. I feel like these athletes, they feel like the media always puts them in a box. They have to be politically correct all the time. This is the time not to be politically correct. This is the time. Take advantage of it. Say what you want to say. Okay, if you get resistance from the opposing side, fuck it. Who cares? But the other side is going to ride with you regardless. This is your prime now. You the biggest athlete in the world. You making the most money. You have, bro, you have nothing to lose. Who gives a fuck? He felt how it feels to be unliked. Okay. 
Another day at the office. Feel it again. No, no, this is different. He felt how it felt to, to feel unlike when it came to basketball. And even that shit was pumped up. Like, he was the most unliked, quote, unquote. But his jersey was number one in sales. So, they didn't hate him that much. So, the difference is when you take a social stand, people really hate you, like, <laughs> genuinely. Like, I really hate you. <laughs> like, bro, I do not fuck with this nigga. Let me burn all memorabilia. Right. But when somebody hates you in a basketball sense, it's like, okay, I hate him as an athlete. But as a person, he's a good person. So, so the perspectives are different. And when you take the All Lives Matter stand, like I said, which is fine, it's totally okay. That's his stance. When you take that stance, he is thinking, I guarantee you, I can always win my people back. Always. Because that's what that's one thing we will do. We will take you back. We will. I mean, all is forgotten once the season starts. Exactly. But who he can't win back is those endorsement deals. He can't win back white America. They ain't coming back. Bro, ain't no endorsement. Ain't no endorsers dropping that man. I just don't see it. I don't see it. They no major ones. I guarantee you some minor ones will. No major ones. Who gives like a f- who gives a fuck? He does. Man, <laughs> like we don't, but he does. Bro, there's no way. Just like just like some of the people I know in real life that don't speak out on nothing. You know, they want to call me, tell me, oh, that's fucked up, man. This happened, that happened, you know, but they can't post about it. Or I, t- or I see my homeboys who date, uh, who date interracially and they, they women don't say anything about it, even though they may have mixed kids that's going to get treated like that. They don't say nothing about it. A fear of being judged by, they family, they friends, or their employer. You know what I mean? I feel like if you have an employer that is marginalizing you like that, that's putting you in a box where you can't speak up for yourself and what you believe in, you need to change your career. Because that's that's for life. You right. know what I mean? I know people say, oh, and I'm not limited this to only social media, but I know people are saying, oh, it's just social media. It's not that serious. I choose to do different things. Regardless, if you have a job that restricts you from your freedom of speech, you may need to change your employer or protest that employer to be able to be able to but, say what you want to say without consequence. Yeah, but you're talking about somebody who's living check to check. I'm just saying in general, period. I know we're talking about the athletes, but I'm talking about in general. Right. But speak you your can't, mind, like, you, it, Essentially, it's the same thing for LeBron, though. Because you talking about people who are essentially living check to check. Like you can't risk speaking out for Colin Kaepernick because he's gonna be all right for your family not being able to, you know what I'm saying, pay pay their rent or their mortgage next month. You can't do that. So Man, you, you shouldn't stop. allow these employers to oppress you like that though. What you but what you gonna do? Ty be homeless? Just to, just to have a say? No, work on getting a work on finding a new career. Okay, well then there you go. And I'll tell you this: I went to a a, a major university football game uh, this past weekend, and I, you know, it dawned on me. I was like, "Oh shit, they gonna play the national anthem." You know, I'm with my business partners or whatever, and I'm like, "So what do I do?" I was like, "I can't stand up." 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? In my mind, I'm like, I can't stand up for this. They play the national anthem, I sit down. Ugh. I had to. I had to. What what did it how many okay, how many people were you with? Two. What ethnicity was those people? They already do. Right. <laughs> I told them, I was like, I'm not standing up. I was like, I can't I was like, for me to be a Colin Kaepernick supporter, if I stand up for this, I'm wrong. You 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 fake. Yeah. I'm wrong. <laughs> and I sat my ass down. What they do? They stood up. What they believe? I ain't asking. We ain't discussing. <laughs> It don't matter. I'm just telling you what I believe. Ah, man. Because I am who I am all day long, 24-7. Man, I just see that. It may come in different uh, volumes. It may come in different, you know what I'm saying, flavors, but I am who I am. I just seen the black black girl that's in the Navy sat down during the Star Spangled Banner. She real. Bro, they took her security clearance, threatened her with jail time. She's real. What is it? What is they charging her with? Treason? The I didn't even read it, but she's real. Very real. I shared it on my page. You can go check it out. But yeah, very real. She's I was real. wondering that because mm, I'm thinking like, it's, yo, if you, I was you know in, what? if I was you know in, what I was waiting for because when you go to these games, it's a lot of drunk Caucasian people. So you know what I was waiting for? Somebody to say something. Nobody said nothing. So if they would have hit me with the say something about what. Oh, huh? at the at, at your game. Yeah, if they would have hit me with the you're disrespectful to the country, I would have pulled out my ID card like, yo, I did more for my country than you would even. Well, Mike, you six, you like six seven, like two hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> Nobody saying nothing to you. But Colin Calvin is six five two twenty. They talk mad shit to him. Well, they protect but you know it. What? But you know what? They only say it. On social media, they're right. definitely not, they're not saying it to us. The, the <laughs> redneck that's sitting next to you, Mike, during the but ba- during the football game, is not going to reach over to say, "Hey, why don't your lazy ass, ungrateful <laughs> ass, stand up?" You going yo, big ass, what? Nigga? <laughs> you said what? Oh, touche, uh, touche. But I definitely sat there and I was like, I can't stand up. So I don't know, man. Yo, Colin Kaepernick done. One of the biggest things, and I know I said it, but it's huge because it brought it brought so much light to not only the social injustices, but the song. Like I didn't know that about the song. I didn't know it was the third verse, or was it, was it the fourth verse or the third verse? I no, I haven't even listened to the original song, well, and I, I guarantee you. Well, listen, I guarantee you he had no idea about that third verse. It don't matter. I'm just saying by him doing that raised that awareness. So just that alone makes me not want to fuck with that song at all. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know Francis, whatever his name is, him writing it that owned slaves and was a racist makes me not fuck with that song at all. But what was this? See, I don't even understand how people could be surprised, bro. This country was founded on lies, slavery, and bloodshed. That's what it was founded on. Simple and plain. This country's history is getting unraveled one scandal and police shooting at a time. One racist <laughs> company Even police at a officers. Time. Was to make sure slaves didn't run away, bro. That's the origin of police. And when did that surface? 
maybe within the last like three months. That's what I'm saying. This shit is getting unraveled every time a nigga gets shot. Some more shit about this country is getting told I that we that didn't know because I didn't know that either. Yeah, the uh, the origin of police officers came from from slave keeping slaves from running running away. It's a lot of shit. I mean, and and being able to live in a different country and travel and see the world, we still live in it. it as crazy as it sounds, we still live in the best country in the world. So what does that say about the rest of the world? <laughs> and this this what a lot of people don't understand. And I was just explaining this the other day because somebody asked me like, "Hey, was to was Toledo racist?" Because you know I grew up Toledo, Ohio. Was Toledo right. racist? I'm like, you know what? I didn't experience racism until I left Toledo. No, but you did, bro. That's the same wait, thing. I did, wait, I did systematically. Right. But I didn't. But you don't understand that as a child. I left at yeah, nine, it's I left at Yeah, it's It's not right in your face. No, but what this is what I'm explaining to you is that that environment has already adjusted to it. Everybody. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. So it don't feel like racism. You know, you just feel like you living because this is what you've been exposed to every day. When the cops was pulling us over every day for anything, for nothing, you know, it was just, yo. You know, for the course. Yeah, we, yo, we about to get pulled over. You see that cop back there? He just pulled out. We getting pulled over. Y'all, y'all cool? Everybody cool? All right. Exactly. Lights come on. You know what I'm saying? We ain't even talk about it yet. We hit a party up. Oh, why y'all late, man? You know, we got blue, but shit, we good. <laughs> right. Ain't nobody had no warrant. No, we good. You know what I'm saying? They just want to search you, check the car, run your driver's license. And, they, and you keep it moving. Keep it moving. They, and they keep it moving. Store clerks and shit, they so used to they so used to seeing black people. They adjusted. You know, right. it's, no, it's no fear because they know what to expect now. All the... Uh, you know, the Chinese people that own the hair stores and the Chinese spots and the Middle Easterns that own the gas stations, the Indian folks, all of them, they already adjusted. They know already. So that's what we dealt with growing up. We dealt with the schools. We dealt with the with the, with the store people. We dealt with the police and family and friends in, in those small towns. So it don't feel like racism. Now, when you leave them towns and you start to go to Arizona you know, you go to Philadelphia, you all you go to those places, you go to Georgia, these southern spots, you feel it. It's like, but oh, you know what? what's going I'm on? I'm from the South. So what I see, what you see as racism as compared to what I grew up in is just like, like you said, we've been conditioned to for it not to even bother us. You know what I'm saying? It's not like nobody was coming out saying no Negro or no nigger, you can't eat here because you're black. It's just like you already knew, like, we're not going over there to eat. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know what I'm everybody knew. Yeah, so it's not like they had to put a sign up. Like you just knew. So it's the covertness where even Lil Wayne's comment was like, "I didn't experience racism," and everybody went crazy. I'm like, that's not what he meant. What he means is nobody was just calling him nigger, nigger, nigger all day. And I mean, he's been rapping since he was 12. Like he's been famous. For like 30 years, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, damn near his whole life. Right. So even when, you know, at 11, 12, running around in the hood, you probably ain't you experienced don't even it. Know. But then outside of that, when you rich, you don't experience it either. You know, just like we said a few podcasts back about, about Charles Barkley. Like, he's out of touch. 
He's been getting waited on hand and foot by white people for 30, 40 years. Well, not that long, but you know. You know it's what I'm been saying. that long. Think about it. <laughs> He's been out of the NBA for how long? A long time. Exactly. It's been about 40 years. And 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 when when we talk about being conditioned and you know the covert racism, it's more of a knock on, like you said, like we we weren't educated to the point where it's like, oh shit, why can't we go eat over there? You know, it it should have never been a, a a point in my life where I can't where I'm like I can't go to that city because I know they don't like black people. <laughs> but it's so confined, bro, and it's so quarantined is that even when you do kind of drift out of the area that you're supposed to be in, that they allow you to roam free in without, <laughs> without fucking with you. Even when you when you kind of drift out of that area, you getting pulled over quick. You the cops is on your ass. What are you doing? Yeah, why are you here? Why are you here? What are you doing? They questioning you. They fucking with you. They making sure you do not come back. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that makes sense. So you know all the towns around there, all the bars. They they restructure their dress code. No, yep. no hats, no this, no you earrings. Boots. You gotta, you know what I mean? Like you can't get in the club for nothing. You know, yep. that was, that's everywhere. You know, I experienced it first in, in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm glad I'm able to put them on blast. It's a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> I was waiting on this day. It's a, it a lot of bars out there. I, matter of fact, back in the day, uh, I was doing a little part-time uh, bouncer, little job at one of the, the biggest nightclubs out there. And our manager would straight up tell us, like, yo, it's too dark in here. What? Yeah. It's straight up uh-uh. it's straight up say that over the mic. You know, it wasn't aimed towards me. It was aimed towards the door guys. Like, yo, I didn't know what it meant until, like, the end of the time <laughs> I've been there. They'd just be like, yo, it's getting too dark in here. I didn't understand. I was just, you know, the fuck is he talking about? Fix the light then. You know what I mean? But what he was doing Go was signaling, he was signaling to the door guys, stop letting black people in. There's too many black people in here. You know, let a handful in. But you better make up something why this group right here can't get in. I don't care what the fuck you said you tell them. Your shirt got something on it. We don't allow shirts with stains. I don't care what you tell hey, them. Just don't real. let them in. For real, nigga, you go to the club, they're like, yeah, we ain't letting people in with uh blue hirachis on. Like what? Bruh. <laughs> I done heard everything in Arizona and Scottsdale. I done heard every- Jays, hats. Where, where where you can look in the club and see like twenty hats, but yours just don't make it through the door. Like, but what about all of them? Yeah, I was a, in already. You know, me out here, bro. Out here, I come to the club. You know what I'm saying? I got my little camos on, and you know, I get to the door. He's like, "Yeah, we ain't let nobody in with camos. Like, you can't have camouflage pants on." And I'm like. It's a nigga in there with flip flops on. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I got bro, I got stories for days, bro. And and the nigga really had flip flops on. Like, I'm not making this up. I walked up, I walked up with a hat. A club that I knew. It was called uh, American Junkies. A club that I knew allowed hats in. I walked up with a hat. It said, uh, hey yo, he back. He he changed his shoes. I'm looking at him like <laughs> This is my first time here. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, okay. We thought you was somebody else. Yeah, man. We not letting hats in tonight. Like, what? When did that start? 
When did that start? I've been going here for years. When did, when did that start? Oh, uh, yeah, it's just like tonight. We're not letting. I'm like, I think I see a hat right there. I think, <laughs> yeah, man, it, it was some, like some earlier stuff. You know, he kind of snuck in, but yeah, we're not we're not letting any guys in with hats. And I'm like, uh, so what? He was like, well, you can leave your hat outside. I'm like, well, you know I'm not leaving my hat outside. You know, that's how I said it to him. Like, you know I'm not leaving my hat outside, so what now? You know what I mean? So I'm standing there, check my phone. I kind of turned my back, right, because I, I looked out my peripheral. I seen a guy. I seen I seen a white guy walking up with his girl with a hat on. Yeah, right? So I'm, I'm looking. I seen him double back at me to see if I was looking. He just rushed him inside like a little bit. Right? What? Yeah. So, you know, I turned around. I'm saying, so uh, his hat, cool, but mine's ain't. <laughs> <laughs> he like, look, bro, man, just take your hat off, and when you go in, put it back on. Just don't walk through it with it. I'm like, come on, dude. I don't even want to. I'm not even going in here no more. But I, just, <laughs> I, I see what y'all about, though, you know? Yeah, that's. But see, that's. And I wanted to double back to the LeBron thing where we're talking about. And it's kind of, you know what I'm saying, backtracking. But when you talk about Lil Wayne being famous since he was 11, mm-hmm. so has LeBron James. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's been famous so long. Like, the only thing, and, and he did say this, the only thing that he said was, like, I got two sons. And, like, no matter who they grow up to be, they're going to be two young black men. I don't know, Mike. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna crucify LeBron for that statement because I felt like LeBron have done a lot. He have put his work in. He put more work in he, than he any hasn't other done athlete. Anything that made you choose a side, though. He has. Colin, though. Colin Kaepernick made you choose a side. It don't take away from what LeBron done. I'm not gonna say LeBron is out of touch because he's but not. But this is what I'm saying, though. I'm not saying he's out of touch, but he hasn't done anything to make you say. I agree with LeBron James or I don't agree with LeBron the James. The only thing he said wrong in that interview, you know, to some people, is that all lives matter, which is technically a correct statement. But like I said, he need to clarify what he means because the opposers to Black Lives Matter is going to take that statement and run do with you it. you understand what I'm saying, though? Yes, I do. Muhammad Ali made you choose a side. You either with him or you agree with going to fight the Vietnamese, right? Right. Jim Brown chose the side. I'm going to stand behind Muhammad Ali. I'm just saying for what he, like, and he, he, so he supported to, Kaepernick. And he, and he does, right, it's easy to say. I can say anything. And I'm not trying to crucify him, but what when you say he's done a lot for the black community, I agree. But he's never done anything to make you choose a side. When he went back to the hood and gave out all those scholarships, nobody chose a side. That's a good thing to do. I just everybody everybody agrees that that's a great thing to do, right? You're right. Okay. When he does the "I can't breathe," it wasn't necessarily him that came up with that, but you can get behind that. Maybe you shouldn't choke him out. You know what I'm saying? Right? Everybody could agree with that. Right. The hoodies in Miami. The Trayvon Martin thing, that was a team thing. Everybody could get behind that. You shouldn't shoot that 17-year-old kid. Now, when it comes to Colin Kaepernick, I'm not standing up for this racist anthem because brown people, black and brown people of color, are being mistreated in America. Some people just interpret that differently. Like, I I was with... I get it, but 
I'm making you choose a side. Colin Kaepernick is making you choose a side. You're either going to hate me for standing up for my people or people that look like me, or you're going to get behind me and say, you know what? You're right. Let's have this conversation. LeBron James has never made a, a, a position where you had to choose a side. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is it's totally different than what Colin Kaepernick is doing. I think it's a matter of perspective. I think that all lives matter, black lives matter. It's just a matter of perspective. I, I, I feel like it, it takes someone breaking it down to you to tell you, yo, this is not black lives matter. First of all, it's only a name of an organization. That's it. People have took that. And so, ran with it. so far left it's only the name of that organization i wish they would have just called it something else like we love the world or <laughs> something so people couldn't take that and just make it so controversial and so much of a divide but but that speaks to the problem though if no one was saying all lives matter until people said black lives matter nobody was running around saying all lives matter Nobody. And Black Lives Matter actually happens to be a real organization. All Lives Matter is just some shit people say when black when people say Black Lives Matter. Right. Blue Lives Matter, nobody was saying that shit until people said Black Lives Matter and then God forbid cops starting to get killed. I got now, a couple Blue homeboys from I got a couple homeboys from Stanford that um play with Richard Sherman, man, and they was telling me, yo, we called this guy. And was trying to explain the other side, and it's just like he's he's not trying to hear it. He was like he was saying some really insightful things, and he he knows what's going on, but that all lives matter, Black Lives Matter statement is it's a matter of perspective. If you don't see it the way I see it, why was no one saying it before? The narrative. I mean, it wasn't. The nah, media turned it into. There was there was no need to say it, right? Because we already knew all lives mattered. Right. Okay. No one was saying it before. That's my only question. If all lives matter, nobody was running around chanting that shit. I just think somebody should just go to, <laughs> just <laughs> like go to a Cleveland Cavalier gathering. Like, okay, first. First game of the season when they issue out the ring, somebody just run on court like, what about the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> right. What about the Golden State Warriors? They won it two years ago. What about them? Like, yo, we had a Cleveland game. We won it last year. It's on us now. I just want somebody to do some shit like that. Go to a it's breast it's cancer awareness. That's how crazy that shit sounds. Like what about the Warriors? Like who? Who are we talking about the Cavs right now? I just think somebody should do that just to take, just to put it all in perspective for people. I think if somebody did that, like people would get it. Like yo, that was such a dick move. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, man. I, like I'm just sitting here thinking, and nobody was screaming all all lives matter until people said Black Lives Matter. Period. Point blank. Yeah, man. So it's all going on. It's it's, it's interesting. Um. I feel like what what's been happening has brought a lot of awareness to a lot of people, and you got the NBA season coming up. You, you we 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 just now getting in the, in the middle of this NFL season, and you got more athletes. You know, the Redskins didn't protest for the first what two games, 
Then the third, they throwing up the fifth side, Deshaun Jackson and them boys over there. So, you know, after John Gruden went on the record and said that his players would not be doing that, you got some little league schools coming, uh, some high school. You got the colleges, a couple of the colleges out there. Their coaches have either supported it or not supported it. Some stay neutral. I seen a video where I forget what school it was, but the coach had brought in all these veterans, all of these war heroes and shit, and put seats down and played the song and had all his players stand next to him while the song was playing and said. That was before all this. Was it? Yeah, uh, talking about old boy at Virginia Tech, right? Virginia Tech. Oh, so that was an old video? That was an old video. See? You see how the media twist shit? Right. That's, that, oh. that video was probably like last basketball season. That's before all of this happened. That's crazy. And, yep, that's an old video. And they, they try actually, to portray it like it's just, like, you know like what I'm saying? Just, like it's a response to Kaepernick. Right. That's what the media does. Like, if we don't do our research, this is how we end up looking. That's an old video. It happened, I want to say, they actually ran it as a special on Sports Center, like one Saturday morning. So that's an old video. Oh, wow. Usually I cut some shit like this out, but no, nah, I'm going to leave it. I, I want people to see what the media does. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though, you know? I'm not ashamed. Yeah, I'm not. I don't care. But, yo, the media, like, people need to know that they're influenced. They always been influenced by the media. And it's just little things like that. Like, okay, let's dig up an old video and promote it like it's new, like it's a response. Change the headline and everything. You know what I mean? Right. right. And I guarantee you this year, if those players from Virginia Tech don't want to stand, I guarantee you Buzz Williams will not make them stand up. He's a good dude, and I know he won't do it. Because even him bringing those veterans in and making those players stand up and learn the history of what they were standing up for was, uh, at the time, you know, it was a good thing to do. Um, But right now, like, what's going on? I think if he he had enough in him to do that, to go that far, to bring vets in and have them speak, he has enough in his heart now to be like, hey, you know, if if this is something you don't want to do, you don't have to do it. Yo, maybe, he it. Sends back, maybe he sends them back to the locker room, but, you know, you know, once it's over, they can come back out. But I think he'll give them their opportunity to, you know, voice their right. I put it like this, man. I, I, I can see how it's split in the NFL, and I can see why some coaches, some owners are taking certain positions in the NFL. NFL yeah, is a pretty – Let me tell you about the NFL. As Stephen A. so eloquently put it, they got to get off their high horse. One, players didn't even come out for the national anthem until 2009. Then you had the paid patriotism. Like, you had these branches of the military paying the NFL to, you know, raise military awareness. Right. Now, granted, they did give the money back, but that was only after we found out that it was being paid for. Really? When did they get the money back? Uh, I want to say beginning of this season or, like, right after the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. They gave it back. No, nah, it don't matter at that point. But that's what I'm saying. And and that's why you haven't heard the commissioner, which is good. You haven't heard the commissioner come down and say that everybody got to stand up because 
But the point I was the point I was getting to was the NFL is still a diverse sport. You know what I mean? Um, still America's sport. NBA, college ball, basketball? No, sir. Ninety five of that ninety five percent of the athletes are black. You will lose all respect for them kids if you try to make it consequential for them to express. You would you would lose them. Basketball players and football players have two different personalities. Way different. I don't think you opposing that on those players. Well, the you're NBA gonna do have... it out of fear. You're not gonna do it out of you're not gonna do it out of understanding and empathy. You're gonna do it. You're gonna make them fear to express themselves, and then that's gonna backfire because that's when you're gonna lose their respect. Yeah, but the NBA also has a rule where you have to stand up for the uh, national anthem. So uh, it's going to be tricky. And I know the commissioner is already speaking with the NBA PA and they're trying to figure out a way to, you know, combat this because they know it's going to happen. The the thing is, like, are we going to find the players? Because we would normally find them they because can. it's been a thing. But yeah, you can because it's been a rule that you have to stand up for it. But look. They try to do that with Marshawn Lynch, and then they got the backfire from the Seahawks. When Marshawn yeah, but, didn't want to speak, the Seahawks was like, okay, if y'all don't want to talk to Marshawn, we not talking. Or we going to be real short with y'all. Yeah, if y'all want to punish Marshawn, that's exactly – I'm telling you, man, they're going to have to they gonna have to tread they're, carefully. They're, look, they're looking at a way to get around it because they know it's going to happen, but this has been a rule in the NBA. The difference is there was no rule in the NFL. There is no rule in college. But that's this is why a they're rule. looking at ways because they know yeah. that they can't find them. They know no, that. They, could de- they, can f- they can, but if they do, you're going to get support coming from the other players. Like, yo, you're not about to find him, and, and, and I'll be okay with it. You're going to have to find a whole team if that's going to happen. And then and if that no happens. So that's what I'm nah. telling you. Because so then they boycott the league and everybody lose billions. Listen, so, so listen. The NFL is different. You play one game a week. You play on Sunday. In the in the NBA, you playing four games in five nights. And if you're gonna sit for an entire week, it adds up. So they're trying to find a way, some kind of middle ground, because they know they're gonna have protests. They don't know how long it's gonna last. So they're trying to attack this before it attacks them. But that's what I'm saying, bro. If you continue to abide by those rules, you contributing to your to your own conditioning. If they work as a unit, if everybody get on a bus and say, "Look, LeBron just told you he's not stand, sitting down," <laughs> so that conversation's over. That's one. <laughs> Out of the 450 players, that's, and that's all that's that matters. Important. It's like, yo, if LeBron on the court, we can afford for the rest of y'all fucks not to do anything. Exactly. He just told you he's not sitting down. And Patrick Beverly said he's not sitting down either. And he brought up a good point because he played overseas for a lot in the beginning of his career. And he said, the reason I'm standing up, I'll stand up for it because I had to play overseas. I missed hearing the national anthem. Who the fuck is Patrick Beverly? Who? What's his name? Patrick Beverly. He plays for the Houston Rockets. See, the fact that he's even getting airtime is just because he's opposing that. Just because he's not standing up. He's a starter. Like, he's no, a legit, I, like, I'm saying I never heard of the cat. 
I mean, I heard of him before. Yeah, okay. You talking about the dark, dark dude play play solid defense? Yeah. Stephen Curry yeah. was airing his ass out. Yeah, him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I'm saying though, I never seen this guy. He ain't get no national air airplay throughout the media. I'm saying a fact. Like if you'd have went out like, yo, I'm sitting, you wouldn't have heard from him. It I don't know. Is they asked the man a question on media day and he answered it. So that's two players right there that ain't gonna sit. So I'm telling you right now, it's not gonna be solidarity where the whole NBA is gonna sit. Hey, but who knows though, man? Everybody, everybody can switch up. Another person can get shot, you know, due to not standing or <laughs> that's some shit. Put like, them over the edge, right? That's, like, I, I'm saying, you know what I mean. Three and one, but now that's enough. That's my limit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I would say this: if LeBron don't stand, he's gonna do something. Think so? Yeah, man. I, I believe in LeBron, man. I see. That's only because you're from Ohio. No, bro, bro. For the longest, I wasn't even. I was a Kobe fan, man. If you a Kobe fan, you're not a LeBron fan. But not... I mean, I, I fuck with him after what he did in these finals. I'm a believer. But um, you know, I just you know what he's done. I just seen him do a lot of shit that I feel like he didn't have to do. And I feel yeah, like I told you, but it's never been nothing where you had to choose a size. Every everything he's done, you could agree with. Yeah. <laughs> so it's never been nothing where you had to choose a side. Everybody not controversial. Now I know that's what I'm saying. So I can't. I just can't sit here and be like, "Well, I rock with him because he's done a lot." Bron like, Bron 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 gonna <laughs> do something, man. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Cause it, it mellow. Melo gonna do something. Chris Paul, <laughs> he gonna do something. And they not letting that ride. Trust they on his line, like bruh. What was that, bruh? Oh, I I know Chris Paul in him. What was that, LeBron? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know Chris Paul in him. That's what I'm saying, man. They not letting that ride. But Melo probably, you know, Melo mentality. That nigga was they probably got them just boys like, over there. And, from the Clippers and them State Farm commercials, dressing like babies and women. And <laughs> come on, man! If y'all gonna be doing that now, yeah, I think DeAndre Jordan the protest. He seems like a I right dude, but we'll see, man. We'll see. We shall. The the long and short of it is, everybody got their own opinion. Everybody got their own set of beliefs. And at the end of the day, as long as you can stand on them and look at yourself in the mirror, then that's all that matters. And on that note, man, we're going to end it right there. I just want to thank everybody for listening. Please do us a favor. Rate. Subscribe. Give us a review, man. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you love. Um, this episode is brought to you by It's the Brand, premium lifestyle clothing for a premium individual. Check us out. Shop.ishthebrand.com. That's shop.ishthebrand.com. Coming out with a new line this fall. Well, shit. I mean, this winter. Check that <laughs> out. We will be shooting out updates. Leave your email on the page so you can get the newsletter and get all the updates from the Ishta Brand podcast and for the supporters. You got anything else, Mike? Nah, man. ELE, man. Everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody, bro. We out here, bro. <laughs> hey, man. Let's do it, man. Let's get it. Let's get it, bitch.